0: Hello and welcome to Lunar Paranormals Podcast with your host, psychic medium and paranormal investigator, Lizzie Conley. You'll hear about mind-blowing paranormal experiences had by Lizzie, as well as strategies and tips on how to cope with your own psychic medium abilities. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump in to today's episode of Lunar Paranormal. Hi guys and welcome to the first episode of Lunar Paranormal Podcast. This is really, really exciting. And I am so grateful that every single one of you are here listening right now. So the first episode we're going to get into is who is the voice behind Lunar Paranormal? Well, that would be me, Lizzie, Lizzie Conley. Um, lunar paranormal. So before we jump into exactly how lunar paranormal started, we're going to go back to when I was a kid, when I was a child, where all of this stuff started. So I am a psychic medium and paranormal investigator, but we'll get into the paranormal investigating a little bit later in a different episode. So when did I know that I had psychic mediumship abilities or mediumship abilities at that. When I was 11 going on 12, um, a little bit a year before that, so I think I was probably around 10, my father was diagnosed with cancer, esophageal cancer. And we knew that he wasn't going to make it. He had about a year left, right? Um, I remember I was just sitting in the passenger seat of my mom's car and I was just looking at all the storefronts and all the windows and everything. And I just had this random thought pop into my head. And I remember seeing my dad laying in a casket. It was a gold trimmed casket. He was laying in it. And I remember walking into the church and seeing all these people. And as soon as I had that very awful intrusive thought pop into my head I just nope I do not know why I thought that so I just shook it off and was just like that's an awful thing to think about so I didn't really think too much into it now fast forward some time my father did pass from cancer Um, God rest his soul and it was the day of his memorial this was probably two weeks after he passed and I remember getting ready My sisters were with me, my mom was with me, and I, you know, was pretty nervous. I think everybody's pretty nervous to go to their own father's funeral. And I remember walking into the church, and the doors opened, and it was just like the vision that I had. I walked into the church, I saw that gold-trimmed casket, and I saw my father laying in the casket. And I remember going up to him and, you know, touching him, his hands or whatever it was. And I remember looking up to my mom saying, I can't do this. I I have to go home. You have to take me home. She goes, what's wrong? I said, I just can't. And, you know, my family thought it was because, you know, my dad and I were close. We did have a close-knit relationship. I was like his little buddy. I, I followed him everywhere. So... I didn't really break down that much after my father passed. I always just, uh, you know, I I thought maybe there's something wrong with me. And so did my family, but my family knew it would take time. So my mom respected my wishes and somebody took me home. So granted to say I missed my father's service um, as far as the memorial went, but I did go to his burial um and when i got home all i remember is i needed to watch cartoons or something i needed to get my mind off the fact that i just killed my dad because i am 10 11 years old thinking oh my gosh this image that i had in my head like 6 months ago came real and it was because of that thought and i held on to that for so many years and my family members and my mom and my sisters to like why didn't you tell us and i'm like how is a 10 or 11-year-old supposed to go back to their family and be like, I killed dad? Like, that doesn't work. So I didn't know at the time that was mediumship abilities, or I guess as people would say psychic abilities, because being able to see um, into the future is actually psychic. So that was more of a psychic premonition than it was a mediumship premonition. So after the first vision of that happening of my dad's funeral... Um, we had grown up in haunted houses. Every single house I remember growing up in was haunted. I think that my family was attracted to haunted houses because growing up in the one in high school, it was haunted. Growing up in the one in middle school was haunted. You know, everything was haunted about every single house that we had ever lived in. So the particular one that I am talking about was the one that um, we stayed in When my dad had passed and we knew that there was something a little evil about this house, but I will go into that story a little bit more in a different episode of the different haunted houses I lived in growing up, Um, but you know, there were certain things that I think were different than my sisters. You know, I do have a twin sister, identical twin sister, which she will eventually be on one of my episodes and you guys will be able to meet her. Um, but she was a little different than me. And so was my older sister, which is she special needs. She has cerebral palsy. So she obviously wasn't in the same Uh, mentality as my sister and I growing up. She was very different because of her special needs. So for me, I always slept with my head covered. Um, I was always afraid to go to certain parts of the houses um, that I lived in. I was always weary and had interesting feelings in certain parts of the house. So growing up with all the haunted houses and everything, I didn't think anything of it. So fast forward through you know my my early teens into my twenties, I never really experienced anything paranormal because I never lived in any more haunted houses, except for one apartment that I lived in when I was I think twenty one. I remember being in this trance of almost like awake but not awake, and um, almost like this creepy rim state of where I open my eyes, and I can see the window. You know, I can see that the sun's shining through. I can see that it's morning time. I can see that I'm in my bedroom. My husband at the time was laying next to me, and I remember looking up and seeing this big tarantula just crawling down towards my face. And I'm trying to scream. I'm trying to hit him. I'm trying to do whatever I can to get awake without this thing coming at my face. And I'm talking it was like the size of your hand, this tarantula. And this this dream, I guess, or not dream, because I can promise you I was awake. I, I could tell you I was awake. Happened to me twice. And I don't think that... I think that the houses were were haunted, but I also think I'm haunted too because, you know, shadow figures would come visit me at night and, you know, creepy spirits would stand over me and just stare at me and I wouldn't think anything of it. And at the time, my husband at the time thought I was nuts. He thought I was crazy crazy. He never really believed in that paranormal stuff until one night he woke up screaming and shouting and falling out of the bed like, wake up, wake up. There's somebody standing next to the bed. I can see them. And I was like, there's nothing here. And I turn on the light and I'm like waving my hand in the room where he's pointing. And I was like, there's nothing here. He goes, there was something black standing next to the bed. Oh, my gosh. And then he started to believe that like maybe... This place that we are living in is haunted, but we didn't know it was me. We didn't know I was a beacon for paranormal. I still didn't know guys after all these things that happened from childhood into now 21. I still didn't realize I was the haunted one, right? I'm just like spirits are so natural. Whatever. If the place is haunted, it's normal for me. So that's why I didn't think twice or even question it even in my 20s. So fast forward. After going through a horrible abusive divorce, um, you know, all of those things, which I can go into more detail later on in a different episode, but going through an abusive relationship, almost being homeless, going through all this stuff, it's almost like I lost connection with my spiritualism. I realized that I didn't know if I wanted to believe in God anymore. How could all these horrible things happen to me? I got a horrible divorce where I was abused and I lost my car. I lost my home. I was living in a women's shelter. Yeah, guys, I was living in a women's shelter. Not a lot of people know that, but I went through some crazy stuff. I just thank God now that I didn't get into drugs or do anything crazier, but I did pick myself up off the ground and get my life going again. I didn't think twice about religion, spirituality, any of that stuff for a very long time. Now, we're going to fast forward significantly because between the age of 21 till about 27, nothing happened to me. I just lived, I guess what people would say, a normal life, a normal nine to five job, met my fiance, you know, lived in a house together. Nothing really crazy or spiritual really happened. Until about, I want to say I was 28, going on 29, I went through a spiritual awakening. Now, I didn't ask to go through the spiritual awakening, awakening, and not a lot of people ask to go through them. You know, some some people do want to go through them, but I didn't realize I was physically going through a spiritual awakening at that time, Right. So this ended up being lonely. I lost my relationship with my fiance of seven years, six or seven years. I lost my job. I was barely had any money. I was saving up to go from Tampa, Florida back home to Oregon. Like all these crazy things were happening, I just felt like I was losing everything. Every part of my life, I felt like I was just losing. I'm like, "What is going on? This is so painful." And I remember crying every single night going to bed, wondering what what is happening to me? What did I do to deserve all this loss? And when I can tell you guys, my spiritual awakening was so painful and lonely. It was painful and lonely. And I know a lot of people expect spiritual awakenings to be like this amazing, you know, white, bright, shining light down from the heavens on you. And, you know, fairies are coming to give you wings and glitter. It's not even like that, guys. It is so painful. It's like you go through the darkest, dark parts of your life and you just start realizing what it's like to go. It's like your own punishment. Everybody's spiritual awakening is different. Mine was loneliness, because I think I was afraid of being by myself, which is completely normal. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to be by themselves. But for me, I was surrounded by people all the time. I I, working a 65 hour a week job at a multi billion dollar corporation, my fiance always around me animals, friends, like I always was And all of a sudden, it's like my life flipped upside down. No fiance, no job. No, I'm like, how am I going to survive? So as I make this trip across the country with my sister, driving in a car. After the spiritual awakening, I felt like a different person. It's almost like a a cocoon, you know the the, you know like the butterfly coming out of the cocoon, and, um, you know, I started doing things that I loved, you know, colors look different, things tasted different. I just seemed happier. And, um, you know, I started dabbling a little bit into tarot, um, finding some crystals, you know, I had a really, really bad panic disorder, you know, from the horrible divorce I was going through everything that just had happened to me that was awful I had suffered some really bad panic disorder and you know I didn't want to take medication for it I wanted to get through it as naturally as possible so I looked into crystals and crystals kind of saved my life in the sense you know I looked for ones for anxiety attacks all that stuff and then you know crystals started to tarot and then so forth and I just started learning that. Um, you know, so as I was learning a little bit more about spiritualism and all that stuff, I didn't realize that, you know, it's almost like the divine that my spirit guides were telling me, hey, you need to go on this path, you need to, I just did it because it it looked like fun, it sounded like fun, it sounded like something that would make me happy, and it was a religion that I was Really happy with and you know found some peace and finally so I didn't realize though that my spirit guides and the divine were leading me in the direction I was supposed to be so thank you um, and uh, I have this friend her name is Katie and she um, is also into spiritualism as well and she has very. Amazing psychic abilities. She's not a medium, but she does have psychic abilities. And her mom had passed um, about a year, a year, a year and a half ago. And uh, I went back to Florida, you know, things like that. And her and I were talking, and she was like, Hey, she goes, did you ever hear about this place called Casadega, Florida? And I said, no, I, I've I've actually never heard of it before. She's like, yeah, she's like, it's this place where uh, all of these mediums live in this like uh, neighborhood together, and they have classes, tarot classes, all that stuff. Would you be interested in going? And I said, yeah, absolutely. That sounds freaking awesome. So about a month goes by, and something just tells me, you need to call her, you need to get this set up. It was like It was just, it was, it was like a psychic tingle, and I know that sounds really funny, but that's the best way I can explain. It's almost like my my psyche pow, like my spidey powers were going off, and it's like, hey, you need to call her, you need to make this happen. So I call her and I said, hey, let's make this happen. I I give I you know Venmo her the money, we get it all set up, and we go for the weekend. And we sign up for a Reiki class, we sign up for tarot readings, I sign up for my own mediumship psychic reading, and we also sign up for a psychic mediumship class. So when we get there, I automatically feel at home. I feel like there's a bunch of people who understand me, understand what I'm going through, this whole paranormal stuff, this spiritual stuff. Like I just, I loved it. Every second of it. I just felt at home. And we go into the psychic mediumship class the first night. I didn't know what to expect. It was ran by one medium who lived in the in the neighborhood, or I guess the camp is what they call it. It's a camp. And she just sat back. And the first thing she tested was our psychic abilities. And I did okay with the psychic abilities. Like... I was picking up on things here and there from the two other people that I was supposed to be reading. And these were strangers, by the way, I didn't know these people. And I felt they did a little bit better with the psychic abilities. And um, oh, just so if you guys don't remember, psychic abilities are past, present and future of your life right now. Um, And then it was time to uh, you know, go ahead and do the mediumship part of it. And the medium, the lady that steps forward says like, hey, I know every not everybody's gonna be a medium in here, but you know, we do have some new people. So we do need to go ahead and test the mediumship abilities. And I'm thinking to myself, I've never read somebody before. Like they're just throwing me right into this. Like, oh my gosh, like this is really scary. Like I didn't realize I was just gonna be thrown in, like, you know, pushing somebody into water, teaching them how to swim. Like I didn't realize that. So I ended up getting two new people and it was my turn to read them. And let me tell you what, guys, I had picked up on every single loved one on each one of those person. On, on the other side, like I picked up on her dad and her uncle, I picked up on the other guy's mother-like figure, who she was, how uh, the smells that she liked, the cooking, like I picked up everything, their personality, who they were, the stuff that they loved. Guys, it was insane. It was insane what I was picking up on. You have no idea. I left that cl- class completely stunned. And it, it hit me. I realized at that moment, I was a medium. I'm like, it all makes sense now. This is why I've dealt with all the things I had in my life through being a kid, growing up, my teenage years, all these weird psychic premonitions, knowing certain things, maybe seeing certain things that I just didn't understand. That was it. It's like the light bulb went off, and I said, I get it now. I get it. I'm a medium. And I, I remember that weekend was like the best weekend I ever had. The Reiki class was beautiful, which I've taken Reiki before when I was 15. I became a Reiki master at a very young age, which I love Reiki and the energy work. But, um, you know, my friend went to it. She loved it. And I just remember my friend like turning to me and she says, you know, I'm, I'm really – Like, wow, about your abilities. And we talked about it. And she goes, Have you ever thought about starting your own business? And I was like, Starting my own business? She goes, Yeah, why don't you start your own business, like helping people, like read them? I'm sure people would love that. And I said, I don't know. I don't really think anybody would, you know, do appointments with me. I don't think anybody would really be interested in that. And she goes, You don't know unless you try. So that's going to bring up the next episode of how Lunar Paranormal started. And how I decided to choose the name, Um, how the business began, all of that. But all I did was start with one idea, guys. So that's a little bit about how I figured out my psychic mediumship abilities. Um, You know, I went into an actual psychic mediumship development class after I found out I was a medium and grew my abilities for three months, Um, you know, did some serious meditation, met my spirit guides, which all those things will come in a later episode. But this episode was strictly about Who is Lizzie? Who is the voice behind Lunar Paranormal? And I wanted you guys to get to know me a little bit more and how I became a psychic medium and how all of this Lunar Paranormal started. That's how it started. It started with one trip to Casadega, Florida with my friend and one idea that she put in my head. So I am so happy that you guys have made it all the way through the first episode. Um, I am very blessed to have each and every single one of you here listening. Um, Episode two will be coming out next week. So please um, stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow Lunar Paranormal on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, stay strange and unusual.